You are listening to the Regenerative Paradox Podcast, hosted by the co-founders and owners of Paradox and Consulting, Ashley Sloan and Ariana Thornton-West. We are working towards achieving our vision of a world where being a strong steward of the environment, an investor in workforce and community, and a profitable business is no longer a paradox. Rather, the ability to operate with people, planet, and profit in mind is seen as resilient, smart business. We are so excited you're here. Now let's get to today's show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Regenerative Paradox podcast. My name is Ariana. And I'm Ashley. We have Jenny from Jade & Co. and Mackenzie from Terracotta Coffee here with us today. Uh, to get us started, we'll have you both tell us a little bit about yourselves and your businesses. Uh, Jenny, do you want to kick it off? Hi there. I'm Jenny. I'm owner of Jade & Co. Succulent Boutique. Um, my business started, gosh, about five years ago. I became obsessed with succulents and just started experimenting and propagating and researching. The springboard to launching the business was my acceptance into the SpaceWorks um, program, and it has really evolved nearly five years later into my little shop on 6th Avenue. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. I'm the owner of Terracotta Coffee. Um, I've been in coffee for many, many, many years. I've been a barista at several local coffee shops. I've been a barista at Forza, um, Anthem, other smaller coffee shops here and there. Um, And Jenny actually moved into a new space recently. So she's been in business for a really long time. And she moved into a new space and wanted to include coffee or tea or some sort of beverage service into her new space. And we got connected. I was a regular customer over at her previous location in University Place. So we got to talking and eventually she was able to open up her space to me. And I opened up, I guess, in September. It's been in the works since late spring so yeah <laughs> wonderful uh and terracotta coffee can you folks who haven't been there before can you speak a little bit to uh what's different about it and your offerings yeah so i think you know when you go to pretty much any other coffee shop especially in the pacific northwest we're very coffee and tea predominant Every coffee shop that I know of serves espresso and like just like drip coffee, which there's nothing wrong with. That's actually what I've spent most of my time in coffee doing. But Jenny, she gave me the idea of doing Vietnamese coffee because she is part Vietnamese and wanted to include that into her space. So I did a lot of research and a lot of digging and I taught myself how to do Vietnamese coffee. And I think that's pretty unique if I say so myself about terracotta because I don't know any anywhere locally that specializes in Vietnamese coffee like I do you taught yourself how to make it because (laughs) it is like so good good. (laughs) thank you very impressed right now (laughs) thank you yeah um my coffee roaster she um is wonderful she's based in brooklyn new york actually um but she's the first specialty vietnamese like single origin vietnamese coffee roaster in the u.s um she's also like first gen immigrant um you know it's woman owned like it's a great company but 
um, working with her has been really wonderful. And she gave me so many recipes that I could work with. And um, she has wonderful videos that I could follow. And, you know, I might have tweaked a couple things here and there to my liking, what I found worked for me, because coffee is very specific. <laughs> um, but we made it work. And I kind of figured it out by myself a little bit, but with a bunch of help from other people too. That's amazing. I especially love the the partnership here and how y'all share space because it's not super common, right? There are many people who are in a position of business ownership where they're like, oh, I want to add this element to my business. I'll just do it on my own. Um, or I just won't utilize the space that I have available. And that's not what happened here. So Jenny, can you speak a little bit to, you know, why that felt important, uh, maybe navigating, you know, how to share space and what that looks like? Cause it's a very regenerative business model that we're super excited about. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't in the original plan or design of what my business plan was. Um, but as I began searching for space for brick and mortar, you know, rents and utilities and all the costs of taking that on as a business, but knowing that you're ultimately responsible for the whole shebang um, was very intimidating as someone who really wasn't that experienced in business. And so when the opportunity presented itself with this new space, um, when I moved in, it already had the commercial re uh, kitchen requirements um, for food preparation, they were already there. So it wasn't something that I had to invest more in. It was already there. All I had to do was invite a business to set up. And so Mackenzie was a plant lady. Um, we had done <laughs> business together uh, with plants. And so I just kind of threw a fishing line or what, whatever you call it, you threw, throw something out um, and see who bites. And she was the first one to respond with interest about starting her own business or having Jade and Co add business service to what it does under its, you know, umbrella of services. Um, and being the business student that she was, she opted to start her own business. And so it took um, several months of negotiating and planning and vision and what that would look like for her and for me. And we finally um, landed on an agreement um, and she moved in last August. And so it really was um, more about what the space could provide in the long run and how that really was a unique opportunity for me to um, partner with, it could have been any business. Prior to um, our agreement with McKenzie, there was another local juice business who we were in talks with, um, who was super excited about having a second smaller location, but then COVID struck and that also struck down our negotiations. And so it was several months um, before I could look at that again. Why that's important to me is because I know the struggles and the huge investment that small business makes in time, money, sleep, <laughs> 
in trying to start a business and maintain a business. And now that we're in, you know, this um, COVID environment, it's, it's even harder. And so I'm really happy that uh, McKenzie was our first partnership, but now I have also um, partnered with All-Purpose Cake Company and um, coming in this week is a floral designer. That is very exciting. You know, walking into the space, seeing everything that you both are doing and seeing the partnership there. I didn't even realize the full backstory. Uh, and this is just getting me more and more excited about what you're doing, right? You're talking about, you know, business partnership, activating entrepreneurship and helping activate other small business owners. I know that you're both very intentional about your sourcing and sustainability measures. Uh, and this, I think, is just a very exciting model around how folks can better leverage partnership and space, specifically for Tacoma, but I think you could do this probably anywhere. And so correct me if I'm wrong, Jenny, you moved in to this location during COVID and then Mackenzie, you launched your business during COVID. Right. So yeah. I started my first um, brick and mortar in University Place and we closed that location March 31st with a grand opening um, in our Sixth Avenue location supposed to be April 1st, but we know what happened. <laughs> so it really delayed our opening and I was very worried about, um, you know, I had just stepped into this space and this lease. And so June, finally, the state allowed us to reopen with restrictions and we just grew from there. Wow. And Mackenzie, what was that like for you? This is your first business, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So what was it like opening, one, in a cool partnership model, and two, what was it like opening your first business during COVID? Yeah, so there's like the support that I've gotten through many people that I have been connected with for a really long time, including Jenny and previous um, bosses, um, being able to like sit down with them and talk through all the business stuff and them telling me pros and cons and really sitting down and thinking about, you know, especially with COVID and everything, they've given me support that I may not have had otherwise. And without that, I don't think I would have done it because they have knowledge that I, that they've gained through experience that I obviously don't have. So I think that was really important to me to have that support from them. I love that. And I think that it's just a, such a powerful example of the importance of mentorship and community and reaching out and, and asking for help when you need it. Another thing that feels really powerful is Jenny, you like reached out to your community and you're like, Hey, I have this idea. Let me see if there's other people who are interested. And then it right activated this part with Mackenzie where now she's a business owner and y'all are doing it together. And um, I feel like there's just this uniqueness and this really cool part of that. And I'm curious if you could speak to the benefits or uh, like positive things that you've seen come out of this partnership. And then after maybe talk about some of the challenges that you've had to uh, work through. So initially, um, when she moved in, she had set up her own shop hours. They were an earlier start than mine. And I think within the first month, you altered your those hours and I did as well so that we could accommodate one another. 
So I think originally her hours were eight to three or something like that. And my hours were like 12 to six. And so we kind of met in the middle. And so now we're both open 10 to five um, so that we're both there for each other. <laughs> so sometimes people come in and just go make a beeline for the coffee. And sometimes um, it's just a plant. And what? You have coffee here too? What? They're like people's minds are blown. They didn't know that. And then every Thursday, we offer a combined discount called Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> so if you buy a plant and any beverage, you'll get 10% off of each. That's awesome. That's so cool. I guess I could agree with Jenny and say that the hours in the beginning, you know, it's hard it was really hard being open when she wasn't open and having people come in and be like kind of disappointed or even mad sometimes <laughs> that you know they couldn't go and plant shop so that was a little bit hard and then they wouldn't want coffee or anything so um that hurt a little bit <laughs> not too much but um we had a you know we created a little plant wall so people wouldn't go past but you know people still were like oh sorry and then they would just leave. That was a little bit hard in the beginning, but now that our hours are, you know, the same, um, there's been no issues with that at all. So that's great. And it's a, it's a partnership with your customers also, right. To find out what works for, um, everyone and, and really meet that need and work together. Um, as you're both talking, it's so interesting to me because some of the the main principles around uh, regenerative business is this idea of like collaboration over competition and abundance over scarcity, um, right? So really working together in that space and with your customers. And instead of, you know, during a very scary time for people individually and business owners during a pandemic, instead of saying, you know, there's not enough I'm going to operate in scarcity saying like, I'm going to like shift with a mindset of abundance to the point where like, I'm going to share this with someone. I'm going to share a space. We're going to share customers and grow stronger from it. And so just hearing y'all talk through it and what the experience is, is very exciting. It's, it's very cool to see how this is done and y'all are kind of creating a pathway or a space for other folks to do it as well. So it's some exponential impact that we're very excited about. Yeah, and so thinking on that, just knowing the gravity of when you enter into a contract for commercial purposes, and it's like a 12 page contract. And of course the, the print is this big, <laughs> um, it's very scary. <laughs> and, and so I, I honestly don't know why more businesses don't do this um, as a partnership. And perhaps it has to do with the landlord's um, um, rules and regulations or whatnot. But um, I, I was really puzzled about why these sometimes these spaces were so big and square footage and you know that always drives the price why aren't more businesses partnering or sharing maybe is the better word. So why would one business take on the entirety of that by themselves and not share the responsibility or help reduce your own rent? Honestly, 
well, as a plant lady, right, there's strength in diversity and biodiversity, right? Like you're setting yourself up for better resiliency. Yes, exactly. Doing the whole eco um, environment really is dependent on one another. It's not one thing keeping this going. It's mutually dependent. Definitely. And I also... I think that that is a powerful tip and just a powerful question to pose to business owners. Like as you are considering maximizing your resources, how are you doing that? And that by looking at bringing in partners or sharing your abundance, you create opportunities for folks and opportunities for your customers and your community Uh, because coffee and plants, genius combination, like your store is pure joy. Like we walk in and we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually well, coffee, was... coffee and tea are plants after all. True. Mm-hmm. And I I was dying. So right, Ashley and I, we have Paradoxum Consulting. And we're always like looking for like what's that, you know, addition to that also next business endeavor. And I was like, man, they're really like, why don't we do coffee and plants? I want to sit in a like surrounded by beautiful plants while I sip my coffee or tea. And so I looked online and that was how I found terracotta. And I was like, no way. Like, All right, where are they? They're in Jenny's store. No way. So it was, um, and the way that you did it was so uh, beautiful. It's perfect. And I didn't even think about that. That's so amazing. Coffee and tea do come from plants. There's so many layers of just wisdom here. Are there any other, like having gone through this experience and continuing to go through it? Cause I know that it is still ongoing and people, right. We change and we grow and, and all of that. Are there any tips or questions or like thoughts that you would suggest to other business owners who might be in similar situations or interested in doing something similar? So when I moved in, um, the lease was signed 100% by me, um, and I had to get landlord approval to um, bring someone in to sublease. So I guess it really depends on your space, your landlord, um, what your what's in your contract. Um, so if you're planning to do that prior to signing, um, you know you might need an attorney to advise you through that if it's your first time. My landlord has been pretty cool um, about the whole process and uh, he just had like a couple of things that um, were his absolutes and we were able to um, plan around those. Um, I think our space isn't 100% what our vision would like to be but we're making it work. And so um, we're already planning. I don't know if we can say this, but we're already planning for a second location. Um, so taking what we currently have and, you know, always trying to upscale um, and have foresight into what's in each of our individual features. Because really, Mackenzie and I are in two very different um, life timelines. <laughs> she is still in school and I'm 20 years p- past school. That's exciting. Second location. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mackenzie, I'm also curious if you would have any like advice or insight for folks, because I think that you bring a really cool perspective in that you this is your first business and you kind of 
there was a idea or an opportunity from Jenny, and then you were able to take that and create this um, business. And so I'm wondering if you have any insight or tips or thoughts to share with folks who might also be interested in starting a business. I honestly, you know, before owning this business and doing the whole thing, I only worked minimum wage jobs, you know, as a barista doing a couple other things. Um, And in doing so, I could really see the difference between each place I worked and the management that I had, my managers and my, you know, business owners, whoever I was, you know, working with. And the way that they treated their employees and themselves as business owners, um, along with how those employees treated customers and treated the business and the jobs that I had where the business owners treated like genuinely treated their employees um, like family and treated themselves well um, you know took care of themselves and their own mental health and everything that reflected back onto the business and back onto the customers and how employees treated the business. I've seen improves quality and the business as a whole. So I think that's something that was really important to me, you know, bringing on an employee and even just, you know, taking care of my myself and my own mental health, all that good stuff. I think, you know, you can't have a good business if your employees don't see your business as a safe place I guess you know you hear like you know oh I don't want to go to work or oh I don't want to you know all these things and I feel like yes work is not always fun and it's always going to be that way but you can make it a place where you know your employees feel like family and that I think is very important because that reflects to your customers and their experience at at your business. I 100% agree. Um, And I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it right at this moment. Um, But for our listeners, I just want to point out that what Mackenzie is talking about fits in really well with how we view employees, which is as co-creators. So as like partners in your business and that when you invest in your employees and you treat them as valuable, like resources for your business, you're going to, um, not only will your life be easier and their lives will be easier, but it does reflect on your business. So we have, we'll link it in the show notes, but we have a whole episode that talks about co-creators because yeah, Mackenzie, I totally agree. (laughs) Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on that I thought was cool. So last time I came in, I did also see that you all had some, um, or Mackenzie had some of like the used coffee grounds out for people to use for their plants. How did you guys come up with that who how did that take form in coffee shops that I've worked in in the past we um always saved coffee grounds and people would come in like every week like and take like pounds and pounds of these coffee grounds for you know their garden and it was just kind of funny and I'm somebody who is very you know sustainability minded like environmentally Um, And I know Jenny is as well. And I was thinking about this as I was moving into the space. I remembered that I had done this previously at a coffee shop that I had worked at. And I was like, what better is coffee, use coffee grounds for people's gardens when I'm inside of a plant shop that people can use as fertilizer (laughs) for their gardens. I was like, how else is that more perfect? Yeah, so used coffee grounds has nitrogen in it. 
Um, and I don't know what the exact concentration is, but nitrogen is one of the main three elements um, of growth for a plant. So it focuses on all the leafy green growth above the ground. And so there is a recipe for um, mixing or diluting that into your soil. Um, I don't have that to share with you, but just know it's it's not, we're not saying go ahead and dump a whole bag of, of ground coffee into your dirt. Um, there is a right way to do it, but, but know that it does have some growing nutrients for your plant. Wonderful. So someone could come into Jade & Co and learn from you what is the appropriate way and maybe look at some plants and have some coffee or tea while they're doing that. We're all about sharing our knowledge, um, even if it's a plant that you didn't get from us. Um, so my background is in healthcare. I've been a nurse for 20 plus years. And so part of our service is, is um, uh, the plant nurse to give plant CPR. Um, if you have a failing or ailing plant, you can text a photo to us and we will troubleshoot with you and provide um, advice to help your little sick plant. I still think that is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. And I have told so many people about it. So hopefully they've also gone into the shop and purchased some plants because <laughs> it's just, it's unique. One, because I think with your background, it makes perfect, perfect sense. It's so cool. And it's nice. There are so many, especially during COVID, um, people who are not plant people before didn't have them. They are now plant people. That support is amazing. I went from like 10 plants pre-COVID to I now have 47. I'm trying to create a jungle hey, in my house. We're not judging you for <laughs> but And, you know, I've, I've snipped a lot of my own babies, but every once in a while there is, you run into something where you're like, ah, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, but my, my plant is dying and I need that help. And it's so great to have that that resource, uh, the plant CPR, I, I think what you're doing for plant people everywhere is amazing by having that in place. <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Thank you for that. I was just trying to think if there were other components we wanted to dive into or touch on. It talked sustainability. So I had a business consultation with Paradoxum Consulting prior to our move. And so they were super helpful with giving me so many ideas on how to incorporate sustainable practices into my business practices. And so I think I'd like to share what sustainability means to me as far as how I do that in business. And so I think what that word means to me is to practice business without depleting natural resources. And so natural resources could be cardboard that is our shipping boxes. We know those are made from wood or trees. So we don't purchase, um, actually I take that back. I do have to purchase um, gift boxes for gifty things. But for example, we don't have shopping bags for purchases. We encourage clients to bring their reusable totes or reusable boxes to carry out their purchases. And we offer a discount as an incentive for them to do that. Because I know Tacoma, in your car, you got a stack full of bags or you have a bag full of bags. <laughs> All those reusable totes that you keep in your car, bring them in. You'll get a discount when you carry out. We also compost any of our organic waste. We save it. It goes into, um, there's an employee who specializes in compost. And so she takes it away 
um, and does that composting offsite. We bring in rainwater that I collect in a big rain barrel at my house. Big Bertha, you guys have met her. <laughs> so um, she collects our rainwater and we bring that in so that our plants have delicious natural water instead of tap water. Uh, bouncing off of Jenny, I think with our partnership, you know, a lot of times I'll get shipments in and I'll get these, you know, shipments with like tiny little boxes and I'll give my boxes to Jenny and then Jenny can use those boxes to, you know, give to people for their plants on their drive home so their plants will be a little bit safer. Um, so I think there's lots of things that come from our partnership that we are able to share like that where environmentally it's good. Something that I also do at Terracotta is I predominantly use alternative milks. I don't actually serve any dairy except for sweetened condensed milk because I didn't want to stray from that with um, from Vietnamese coffee and you know the culture behind it. Um, but in doing so, I actually did a little bit of research the other day and I use um, an oat milk brand called Minor Figures and they're based in Europe, but they posted something on Instagram talking about their water waste and like comparing it to dairy. And since 2018, they have saved over 4.5 billion liters of water versus if people had used that product with like dairy milk which was pretty cool to see and then there was um i believe something about carbon emissions too you save like i believe it was like 1.5 million tons of carbon gases that have been saved versus using dairy products so I think that's something that going into this and especially like I've said previously working at other coffee shops seeing the waste that is administered by coffee shops is just kind of crazy and there are there are certain things that definitely can't be avoided like uh, you know the paper cups especially with COVID I can't take personal cups right now and I can't give personal cups right now which I totally understand but it's kind of hard seeing a paper or plastic cup go out every single time with a customer, but there's really no way around it currently. So that's something that's been a little bit hard, but in the future, hopefully it'll get better with COVID going away. <laughs> I love with uh, all of the things that you both individually and collectively are doing to lessen your footprints. I love that there are elements that you are implementing like right in your shops to help customers and then also looking kind of at that upstream so like seeing where we're sourcing our products and um and the kind of behind the scenes elements um and i think that that just shows how powerful it is that by making what seem like small choices um but can really have this huge impact on lots of different pieces so I think that's very inspirational and uh, I'm excited to hear that you're doing so many great things, <laughs> which we knew. That's why we're having you on the show. We knew you were doing a lot of really awesome stuff. <laughs> so we love to ask our guests to share a source of inspiration that you're having. So whether that is a book you're reading, a podcast you listen to, um, 
it could be like a movie or a person. Um, where do you feel like you're getting inspiration from? Initially, when I started my business five years ago, it was kind of succulent centric. And um, so my, my tagline in developing it five years ago was because flowers die. Um, so succulents are known to be very sustainable and long lasting and hardy versus flowers, which we know are beautiful for a time. Um, but as soon as you cut them, you know, they're already dying. Um, so coming into my fifth year of business and how it has evolved, it's like completely different from um, day one. Uh, so now my tagline or theme is keep growing <laughs> or our business is growing and here's how we are growing. Um, so my inspiration would be to others is don't become stagnant in your chapter of life. Keep growing and whatever that is for you, always keep learning. So I'm now teaching myself like photography, which is so random, but I feel like I can use that in taking photos for social media. I'm also dabbling in floral arrangement and learning about flowers. So that's something new for me as well. Um, so yeah, I would just encourage you to keep growing in your interest, but also don't be afraid to grow a new interest. Yes, that is beautiful. So Initially, I had worked at a Forza, which was my first real coffee job. Um, and I think working there, I noticed a huge sense of community and the things that, you know, people would do for each other and just the sense that you're always together. And especially, you know, when COVID arrives and everything, just seeing how everybody has helped each other out and everything. Um, but from that first job and, you know, going through all my coffee jobs, um, seeing that sense of, you know, people come into the coffee shop and they know your name and I know their name and I know their life history, you know, they've talked to me. And I think having that sense of community especially in Tacoma, I feel like Tacoma is a very community-based um, city. And I don't know any other cities that have such a great and wonderful small business community and how everybody supports small business here. Um, and I think that gave me a bunch of inspiration into wanting to open my own coffee shop because I saw the effects that one little coffee shop can have on so many people, just the impact. And I think that really inspired me knowing that if somebody's having a bad day, like you can give them a discount or a free coffee and that can change somebody's whole outlook on that whole, the whole rest of their day or their whole you know week or whatever it may be. And I think that really inspired me to do what I'm doing now. I think I'll just um, segue from what Mackenzie was saying about Tacoma being super supportive of, of small business and buying local. And yeah, I just have to echo that because, um, you know, being new on Sixth Ave um, and with the pandemic and everything, it was very scary wondering what was going to play out. 
And sure enough, Tacoma, you're awesome in supporting small business. And here we are, you know, we survived a year of it so far and we're doing okay. We're doing okay. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, we so appreciate you guys spending some time with us today and, and sharing about your businesses and your partnership. And um, we really feel like you're leading the way for what business can look like in Tacoma and beyond Tacoma. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. And that's it for today, friends. We hope you've been entertained, inspired, and empowered. If so, be sure to subscribe to the Regenerative Paradox podcast channel and leave us a five-star review. As always, the information provided in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and not meant for specific business consulting advice. You can learn more about Paradoxum Consulting by visiting us at paradoxumconsulting.com or by sending us a message at hello at paradoxumconsulting.com. New episodes air every Friday. We'll see you back then.